Welcome back, kids. It is college football time, uh, week six of the season, and therefore week six of the Carla and Crappy show. I am Crappy. That is Carla. Hi, Carla. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited. I found out today that Ohio State's game on Saturday is a uh, it's a night game. Knew that. That was not a surprise. Uh, but it's also a blackout game. Probably also not a surprise. But um, but I the the folks in Columbus don't take direction really well. Not like <laughs> they do at Penn State. So, but they've they've done these really. It's a really cool thing. Um, so I'm 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 excited for this weekend and, and getting back to a football game for the first time in a while. Nice. I I just like the fact that um. This is another Big Ten blackout, and it might actually be a blackout as opposed to to Maryland's blackout, um, well, which had yeah. which which had half of a stadium full of light in it. Which is did fun. you see the thing with the Penn State students walking yes. down into the empty Maryland student section? Yes, that's um that's that's quite a, a troll job right there, especially <laughs> given the contrast with the, the the black shirts and the white shirts, and that was that's um. I did that. I did that. Uh, not really didn't do that. The, the first time I went to see a game at Purdue, Ohio State won big, uh, was winning big. I thought it would be a great idea to march myself up the middle aisle of the Purdue student section holding an Ohio State flag as I did this. Um, and I found that was the day that I found out that, um, that marshmallows loaded with pennies hurt. <laughs> like, like as, in, as in a lot. They hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, not 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 the smartest move there. Well, I wasn't I wasn't as smart as I am now. Um, <laughs> we uh, there was a bunch of good stuff last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I am curious to see if you have uh, one one thing that that uh, really that made an impression upon you. Well, I, I will fully admit, as as I mentioned last week, that my parents are going to be in town this this past weekend, and so I was kind of distracted by assembling furniture. But we had football on all weekend, so it was on. Um, okay. But I did, but I didn't watch as closely as I normally do on a sure. Saturday. Um. So two very very quick things here. Um. The first thing was Friday night. Um. Because obviously I have to say something about Penn State. Um. Yeah. Penn State finally got off of off of their uh, propensity for slow starts. Um. Yeah, they with, did. With, in in a big way. Um, that was that was something that needed to happen in that game. Um, I, I I was hesitant about that game because of the slow starts um, that Penn State has had. Um, but to score on your first four possessions, um, I mean that just took the wind out of out of any hope that Maryland had. Um, and 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 really kind of you know students were leaving in the second quarter. They were down twenty eight to nothing, and there was still like seven minutes to play in the first half. And yeah. um, you know that's that's what Penn State needed to do um, mm-hmm. last week. So so I was I was pleased to see that, especially you know not getting off to that slow start. So um, that was good. Write that down. Don't forget it for next week. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and the second thing was I, I I must I must offer an apology. To, to to you and to um um and and to the North Carolina Tar, Ho- Tar Heels who I oh. greatly underestimated last week in my Clemsoning index. Um, it, it, okay, kudos to Mac Brown for going for two. I oh man, I hated that decision. I I, I didn't I didn't because I because I get it. If you yeah. take Clemson to overtime, you don't really stand much of a chance. I get that. He rolled the dice. He went for the win. When you're an underdog like that at home. Go for it. I get it. Um, okay. You know, I, that, that's playing the odds. Uh, I, I like that decision. I, you know, so I, I really didn't see a lot of that game at all, but I was watching the score and I'm going, oh gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and so, yes, I, I only gave that game like a three and a half to a four on the Clemsoning index. Right. Right. Um, I was, yeah, 
I, I was way off on that one. So, so North Carolina, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and that now would be a good time to note that, um, uh, well, uh, Carla gets a sip of her cocktail. Uh, that there is no Clemson index this week because there's no Clemson game this week. Uh, we will be back with, um, with the Titanic uh, Clemson Florida State contest a week from now. Um, my one thing is is more uh, and um, just just a, a, a brief bit of, of nasal gazing. This is this is a kind of a question, and, and I will I will I, I will ask you this first, okay. um, and you're going to know what the correct answer is as soon as these words come out of my mouth. But I, I don't care. <laughs> um, say you you knew nothing of preseason rankings, any context like that, and you'd watched just the games this weekend or the games for the last two weekends. Who just in, in within within that that spin? Who's the best team in the country? Georgia. You know what I, you know what I want? You to, oh, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Georgia. I, yeah, but although I, I I didn't I I was less impressed with Georgia uh, in their their game against Notre Dame than I was expecting to be. Agreed. Yeah. Um, could it possibly be Ohio State? Possibly. I mean, with a big win this weekend, I would say yes. I I, I get. Uh, it's easy to look at this team and get caught up in like in like you know the individual numbers, um, you know, and Justin Fields with uh, twenty three touchdowns so far that 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 he's accounted for, and J.K. Dobbins is second in the country in rushing, and Chase Young leads in sacks. Um, but but the thing the 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 thing that um, you know, Ohio State's getting getting uh, first. Excuse me, first place votes this week. Um, mm-hmm. A few uh, jumped up to number four. Uh, jumped over LSU, that which which was uh, which was um, uh, which did not play last weekend. I, but so these these two things, and and, and going to the season, I was uh, concerned, and we've talked about this at length about the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens with that? I was con- concerned about. Um, the offensive line and and what uh, an experience there would would mean. Um, defense uh, is the fourth in the country in scoring defense, um, second in in yards per game given up. Um, offense is seventh. I just it just in this 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 stat alone is telling. On seventh in uh, rushing per game, two hundred eighty one yards. Th- those are the two big questions. And so far, um, the the improvement in both areas has been exceptional. And then. You know, you, you, you throw, we mentioned Chase Young, you throw this Justin Fields kid in the, 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 uh, with everything. And I, I just don't, um, well, I mean, this, this weekend, next weekend are, are, are huge games, which will tell a lot. But I, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's far-fetched to say that Ohio State was, you know, just, just, just on the performance of games on Saturday, just last weekend. Um, I don't see many weaknesses. And, uh, you know, when, when, when the, the big boys in the SEC are, are just, are kind of rolling off, um, uh, you know, I would say unimpressive, uh, uninspired wins and, and they can do that. That's fine. Um, and, and, you know, they, they're in the number one and number two and number three spots for a reason, but, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about where Ohio state is at this point of the season, but we will, we will find out lots more this weekend and next, obviously. Yes. Uh, 
Uh, before we get into our games, uh, we are going to, uh, to to hand some time over to AJ, uh, who last week suggested that we not watch Ohio State Nebraska in favor of a, a group of five after dark game. Wasn't necessarily wrong. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're just an impartial college football fan, I am. I am, however, not an impartial college football fan. So, uh, right, AJ, maybe, maybe we can do something a little different this weekend. What do you think? Hey there, kids. It's your old pal, AJ, here with this week's Group of Five report, uh, brought to you by a sponsor that doesn't exist yet. It could be you. Please contact us at uh, compliance at the Carly and Crappy Show dot com uh, to get your sponsorship in. Um, <clears throat> Friday night, we got to start it with the, game, the Group of Five game of the week. Uh, it's AAC action, UCF at Cincinnati. Uh, these are the two best teams in the AAC and they're playing in early October, um, which is sad. These teams should be playing sometime in like early November, but no, nevertheless, here is the schedule. Uh, UCF favored by four and a half coming off of the loss to Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, this is effectively the de facto, uh, AAC East title game. Uh, there's no real way around it. Um, they are the two best teams in the AAC. Um, I can't really figure out who's going to come out on top here. UCF is a predominantly talented team. Um, the only team that might make another run at UCF is Temple, uh, who's played them close the last few years. Um, but UCF just happens to have more talent than everybody else in the conference. This is why every year they are ranked and considered for the Group of Five slot in the uh, playoff or in the New Year's Six Bowl. Um, expect a close one. I think Cincinnati gets up for this game. I think they play them close. This game is in Nippert. Shout out to Cincinnati. I don't know if this is a rumor or if it's fact, but uh, there was a mock-up that went out today around Cincinnati potentially going to a black field uh, with white lines and red and white end zones. And it looks rad. Uh, but I, I think, uh, you know, if you're going to go down the route of painted fields, uh, black might be a bad color, you know, for what with September and all. Um, but uh, keep an eye on this game. This is absolutely a game you should check out. It's 8 p.m. Friday night. Uh, don't go out. Don't go have uh, friendships and social lives. Watch UCF Cincinnati. Uh, second game of the week, or second game, uh, starting Saturday at noon. Uh, you don't want to watch Maryland Rutgers or Iowa, whoever Iowa's playing. Uh, you don't want to do that. Don't do that. Uh, you should be watching Tulane and Army. Uh, Iowa's playing Michigan, by the way. Don't watch that game. Unless you want to watch uh, punt on punt on punt. Uh, watch Tulane Army. Uh, Tulane runs a variation of the option. Army runs the purest option. Uh, this game will be over by 115, 130. Uh, so if you're looking for something quick to wrap up, it's, uh, it should be good. Tulane is favored by three. They are, they had the, the, the completely bonkers game the other night, uh, against Memphis. Uh, highly, highly recommend watching them. Willie Fritz is a, a dang genius and he is doing magical things down in New Orleans. So, uh, watch this game. This this game is just you know very. Uh, it's it's just a completely different form of football uh, compared to pretty much 
anything else you're going to watch this year. All the top talented teams either run pro style offenses or the you know spread option offenses. These guys are running the purest of pure option football. So uh, get a, get a, get your eyeballs on this game. Three thirty. It is a battle of directions. Because I know I know everybody's saying, oh, but Auburn in Florida. It's SEC football. That game will be on CBS. That means that game's going to last at least five hours. Uh, watch Directional Michigan instead. 3, uh, 3 p.m. coming to you live from Kalamazoo. It's Eastern Michigan versus Central Michigan. Uh, the Chippewas and the Eastern Michigan Grayfield people. Um, doing some battle. Eastern Michigan, uh, two years ago, was one of the worst teams in college football. Just purely one of the worst teams. Um, and they have turned it around in a very dramatic fashion. Um, they're a very, very good football team now. They're favored by six and a half going into Central Michigan. Central Michigan has fallen off since PJ Fleck left. Um, but I think this is this game. This game will be closer than uh, than the spread seems. Uh, and I, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, the directional Michigan battles are always good. Um, even when they're bad, they're still good because they're battles of direction. You're not Michigan. You're a direction of Michigan. What direction should Michigan go in? You decide. Uh, finally, I'm going to wrap up with the group of five report with, uh, Carla's school, uh, middle Tennessee. This game's also at three 30 Marshall going to middle Tennessee. Uh, remember how I said last week, like, Ooh, Cincinnati Marshall's going to be good. It was not. Uh, Cincinnati absolutely annihilated Marshall in Huntington. Uh, I did not go to this game, uh, even though a friend of mine had requested that I attend it. They left at halftime. Um, yes, there's a thing to you know a thing to be said for uh, stay for the last zeros on the clock. But when your team is down by forty at halftime or thirty something at halftime, and you have small children, those rules go out the window. So uh, yeah, Marshall got absolutely destroyed last uh, last week. Hopefully they they're looking to bounce back uh, this week against the Middle Tennessee State team that hasn't really shown uh, a ton yet this year. They're one and three. Their lone win was against uh, Tennessee State, which is an FCS school. To be fair, Middle Tennessee uh, scheduled Michigan, Duke, and Iowa. Um, maybe don't do that. Uh, so we don't really know what Middle Tennessee is yet. This is their first game in conference play. We don't really know what Middle Tennessee is conference-wise, uh, you know, playing comparatively talented teams. Um, so, you know, an interesting, interesting matchup here. I think Marshall's the better team. I think Marshall comes out with a win. Um, but Raiders Raiders and, uh, and, and Herd going at it this weekend in a battle of teams that my friends like a great deal. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. We, uh, we got another fun week, and uh, we'll see you out there. Thank you, AJ. Um, we will uh, check and see how you do with those, uh, with, with those games. Carla, mm-hmm. we have three games uh, to, to look at this weekend. Um, obviously, you know, Big Ten heavy as we tend to be, but not exclusively this time. Yeah. Um, we will start with a big nude Saturday. I'm not the only person who has heard Big Nude Saturday on Fox constantly. I, I think um, Every Day Should Be Saturday was was joking about that a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> this week's, this week's, you know, and, and feel free, no judgment, feel free to watch this however you want. I, if you you want to do this, that's fine. Um, but uh, the, the uh, Big Nude Saturday game, number 14, <laughs> Iowa, at 
number 19, Michigan. Uh, Michigan is favored by three and a half. An interesting note on this. We, uh, we tape as we have been all, all, um, all season on Tuesdays. When I started to assemble my notes uh, on Monday, Michigan was favored by five. Now they are favored by three and a half, which mm-hmm. means someone in Las Vegas is getting smart, maybe. I don't know. What do you think about this one? Yeah, so the I was looking at this game, and, and you know, it, this is the um, kind of put-up-or-shut-up time for both of these teams mm-hmm. um, heading into this. And there, there was one thing in particular that really stood out to me as I was starting to look at this and break this game down, and that's the Iowa defense. That I, I, I really think that's going to be the difference in this game. When you look at this Iowa defense, they're the number three scoring defense in the country, only allowing eight, eight and a half points per game. They're the number five total defense in the country, and they're only allowing 77 rushing yards per game. Um, So the top defense in the country right now is still your Wisconsin Badgers. Sure. And we saw how well that went for Michigan. Yes, we did. That's a, this is a that this is a huge factor in this game. The fact that the Iowa defense and we expect this out of Iowa, like that's what you, you think ground pound out of Iowa, um, yep. and and that's what we've got this year out of Iowa. But here's the thing: when you get a good defense like this, then the the concern is okay, so they can slow down Michigan. Can they keep up um, and and score enough points mm-hmm. to 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 win this game? And the answer to that question is absolutely yes. Um, the <laughs> Iowa offense is more than capable keeping up with Michigan at this point in the season. Um, They're putting up 465 yards per game. Michigan's only putting up 392. Iowa's scoring 33 and a half. Michigan's only scoring 32 and a half. So you have an Iowa team that's actually performing better on offense than Michigan and one of the top defenses in the country. And Nate Stanley still has yet to throw an interception on the season. That was me knocking on my head. Knocking on wood. Yeah, I should knock on wood myself. Um, (laughs) This spells Iowa win to me. Yeah. As I'm looking at all these things, that, I mean, the only factor here that that might that might throw things into in you know into kind of chaos is the fact that this game is being played in Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. but it's a noon kick. I, the, the atmosphere is good, but it's not as good as you know a late afternoon um, kind of game in Ann Arbor. And we've had this debate about how the, the atmosphere in Ann Arbor isn't all it's cracked out to be anyway. Right. Um, Iowa wins this game. And I, okay. I, I don't have I, – I see nothing on paper here that gives me any reason to pick Michigan in this game. Um, and Michigan has not shown me anything so far this season on the field um, to, to make me want to – you know, the performance against Wisconsin was enough to make me say, yeah, if they're facing just as good of a defense, mm-hmm. why am I – why are the, the results going to be any different? Um, right. Sorry. I think Hawkeyes win this game. You don't have to be sorry about this. I didn't figure I had to be sorry to you. I'm just sorry to our listeners and viewers in general. Sorry to discount Michigan that quickly. Iowa. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not sorry. Um, (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. uh, So so the the, the Wolverines, um, you know, got the win that they needed, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, uh, last weekend. um, but if you're, you know, trying to do a statistical comparison between Michigan and Iowa, it, it's it's tough because um, Michigan stats got significantly padded a week ago. You know, 500 yards of total offense and and a big shutout. Um, you know, sent the the head coach at uh, Chris Ash, the head coach at Rutgers, packing. Um, it, it's it's it was enough to make the numbers look kind of even. Um, and and here's the spoiler: well, they're they're actually they're not they're not. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Michigan's Michigan can't run the football. 
they they uh, they only got 140 yards on the ground against Rutgers uh-huh. last weekend. Leading rusher uh, counted for just uh, 50 of this. Um, and, and and Michigan just and then two weeks ago you you referenced the the, the uh, debacle against Wisconsin. Michigan had to throw the ball like Washington State just to sort of try to hang with them. Um, in, in that outing, they only ended up with 40 yards on the ground. And yes, Wisconsin has the best defense in the country. Um, but, you know, the, the, the numbers are, are, are severely skewed here. Um, uh-huh. now, now, you're correct if you think that Iowa is not Wisconsin. Um, but, uh, yeah, true. Um, Iowa is not Rutgers either. They've had and passed um, a, a tough test with their non-conference rivalry game. They're, they're giving up just eight points a game, as you mentioned. Um, they have, they also shut out Rutgers. Uh, they they didn't let Middle Tennessee score twenty one points on them. Right. Um, so I you know sorry sorry Carl I I'm sorry for that reference. Um, but you're right. I mean that's great. That's uh, the, the, I, these two teams both played Middle and who mm-hmm. played them better. Yeah yeah. Um, I keep I, I you know I look at all this stuff and I look at the numbers and I keep coming back to the thing is uh, Michigan's not that good. They're, they're not that good. Um, and and I you know I wouldn't suggest this is going to be beat down like it was uh, the, the the one they just dealt with in Madison. Um, I was going to win this game in Ann Arbor, um, and I think that's a, that's that's actually a pretty easy decision in this one. And I am not sorry. <laughs> um, at three thirty on Saturday, number seven Auburn at number ten Florida. Uh, Auburn is favored by three and a half points on the road. Um, how, how is this going to turn out for, uh, for, uh, uh, the fabulous, uh, SEC quarterback named kid Bo Nix? Bo Nix? Yes. Yeah. So for, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's not the biggest cocktail part, the world's biggest cocktail party, but I, I kind of made a cocktail on or the SEC this week. Um, that, because I'm trying to will fall into being, um, down here, it's 97 degrees today we in Nashville. 90, we 90, Pittsburgh in 90. Pittsburgh, 90 degrees on October, on October 1st. 1st. I yeah. am irritated about this. What is the cocktail, by the way? I, I, I forgot to ask. It's it's a cranberry cocktail. Um, okay. So like, I'm trying to will fall in, okay. in, into place. So it's so. it's a it's a flavored um, vodka tonic. Um, it's quite delicious. Nice. Um, but yeah, I went I went flavored because it's like, come on, fall. We need you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, this, and this game kind of brings us into like, this is fall football, right? Yes. Auburn, Auburn, Florida in the swamp. And this is a big time game yes. um, between, you know, two contenders here. One, you know, one in the West, one in the East. Um, I, I've been, I have been willingly knocking Florida for its offense for about the last two seasons now. And, and, and um, like, rightfully like, so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, they've just really haven't had much of an offense. I have been ridiculously impressed with the play of Kyle Trask coming in for Felipe Franks. It really looks like, and I said this the, the week that he came in and how well he handled the team against Kentucky and the, how the team rallied behind him and they came through and won that game. Um, that play has not subsided. The team is playing really, really well for Kyle Trask. And so for the very first time, I actually feel like this is a Florida team that really is a contender in the East. Um, they, and, and the Florida defense is just as good as it, as it usually is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've got the number five scoring defense in the country just behind Iowa. Um, so, so the defense is playing really well. They're playing this game at home. They seem to have found their offense with, with Kyle Trask. And there's one kind of key matchup here that, that really kind of, that I, as I was looking at numbers, um, the Auburn offense, because they have a true freshman quarterback and because they have a nice backfield, um, they tend to, they're, they're putting up more offensive numbers on the ground. Mm-hmm. than they are through the air. 
Um, they had six rushing touchdowns last week against Mississippi State. But Florida defense is allowing less than 100 yards per game on the ground. Right. That's that's big. So, um, Bo Nix, we're looking at you, kid. Um, you know, yeah. and, and here's the, and here's the thing, right? Because Auburn's going to have to win this game behind the arm of Bo Nix because of how well the Florida defense plays against the run. I have picked against Bo Nix every single game that we've talked about Auburn this season, and he has passed every single test that he has mm-hmm. faced. He, you know, he beat Oregon in in the last second comeback. He he went on the road to Kyle Field and beat Texas A and M. You know, this is just the next test in line for for this the young freshman. Is he ready for the swamp at, uh, in the featured game at two thirty on three thirty on you know Saturday on CBS? Um, the other key thing here is that the Florida offense is pass heavy and the Auburn defense is actually pretty weak in the secondary. They're giving up over 200 yards per game through the year. So that's another strength for, for Florida. <laughs> this is a tough game to pick. Um, yeah. And, and I, as much as I really, really want to, I, I'm torn because I think Florida can win this game playing at home. I like the way that they can stop the run. They're going to force the true freshman to throw. Um, the fact the Florida offense likes to throw, and that's a weakness of the Auburn secondary. Right. I, I like Florida in this game, but gosh darn it, I keep picking against Bo Nix, and he keeps beating me. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to do it again because I like the Gators at home. But this is going to be one heck of a football game. Um, okay. and, and, it, and, and the kid could do it again. That I, I, would not shock me if, if Auburn came through and won this game you know, on a late score. Um, I expect this to be a back and forth kind of game, but I'm gonna give the edge to Florida. Okay. Hesitantly. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I mean, you you went through um, uh, Bo Nix's uh, resume to this season, uh, to this point this season. Uh, his his line uh, last week, uh, granted against Mississippi State, uh, 16 to 21, 335 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, for for any anyone, I mean, for if if he was a, a four year starter at Auburn um, in in the middle of his fourth season, I would still think, yeah, that's awesome. Um, for uh-huh. for anyone, that's 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 that is a great game. As we get deeper into the season, and you notice little things like Alabama and Georgia looking sort of human, uh-huh. occasionally anyway, you start wondering if Auburn could make a run in the SEC. Um, in Florida, uh. They're looking pretty good too, which maybe you didn't uh, didn't expect after uh, after Frank's got knocked out against Kentucky. Right. Uh, you mentioned how well Trask has played, um, and and Florida is put together uh, an undefeated season so far uh, against solid opponents. They're not they're not playing cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Um, even better, most of the players of the team lost to injuries early in the season, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Are back. They're back and healthy for this game. And boy, that's that presents a challenge uh, with um, uh, you know starting quarterback returning, starting defensive end coming back on the field. Um, those are those are two things that the Bonex is going to have to deal with directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 uh, we will we will see um, if that makes a difference or not. I kind of I kind of think it will. Um, in in the past few seasons, and you, you sort of referenced this. Um, maybe not in, in this context, but Florida has been a little Michigan-y. Yes. Recently, uh, in that is a team with in, in, with with incredible talent that that just that cannot get out of its own way, um, and and maybe at the at the quarterback position particularly. Um, we, I don't know. I, I it just feels like uh, you know you can reference our previous discussion in Michigan. That team is is stagnant or or maybe even headed in in a negative direction. Um, if Florida 
with a similar starting point. I, I really feel like uh, they've overcome, apparently, the quarterback injury. Uh, they're getting other guys healthy. Um, they've been through a really, fairly tough early schedule. Um, it feels like this team, Florida, is headed in the opposite direction. Op- opposite, Florida is 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 ready to improve and take a big step. And I, I think, especially as a home underdog, with that that uh, that sort of motivation, I think that's what they're going to do on Saturday. I think they're going to they're going to beat Auburn. Um, I will be wearing this very football jersey, this black one, uh, at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday when uh, uh, number 25 Michigan State kicks off against my Ohio State Buckeyes in Columbus. Ohio State is favored by 20, <laughs> which I, I'm... That number makes me uncomfortable. I'll just, I'll just be up front and say that right now. Yeah. Uh, but what, what do you think about this? So we talked about Sparty last week, right? Yes. And, and Sparty was in our Contenders or Pretenders episode and, and how, you know, playing... Indiana, that one of these two teams, you're going to learn about them. And I still don't know. Exactly. Um, (laughs) And and that's the thing. About about either one, actually, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so Sparty needed a last-second field goal to beat IU, and then they added on it. They tacked on a garbage touchdown. If it was if it was hockey, we'd have called it a garbage goal. So that was yep. a garbage touchdown yep. um, yep. On, yep. on a lateral that you know that went awry, and they they ran it back. So that's why the score was inflated. Um, but I mean, they literally won the game on a field goal with five seconds left. Um, that to me, and 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 Brian Lewerke, the 17-year starter at Michigan State, um, had a good game. He played well, but. I don't know that whole that whole game does not instill a bunch of confidence in me that that Sparty is ready to take the next. We're talking about teams ready to take the next step. Yeah. I'm not convinced that Sparty is there yet after that performance. You know, if they had if they had won by a couple of scores or you know make it make it a, a double digit win, even though it was close to a double digit win, it really wasn't. Um, you know, not not waiting until the last you know under 30 seconds left in the game to win it against an um, an, an Indiana team that you know, may not, you know, may not be as good as, yeah. as their record indicated. I, that does not instill a bunch of confidence in me going in to play a night game at the shoe. Like that's just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of confidence. And and then, I mean, like you just said, I was, or Ohio state's been dominating everybody. I mean, I, I I'm with AJ. I actually didn't watch. Here's how bad the Saturday night games were. <laughs> they were so, they were such blowouts on every single network that mm. we actually watched meaningless baseball. We okay. watched Reds okay. Pirates because okay. they were on TV here in Nashville and we don't see very many Pirates games. So we watched Reds Pirates on Saturday night because the football was that far out of control. <laughs> okay. Ohio State's going to win this football game. I 20 is a big margin. I yeah. you know, I I, I don't know if um if they'll be able to, to, to cover that, but you know, they're going to put, and, and here's and the one actual note that I do have about Ohio state is that the Sparty defense is actually really good against the run. They're the number four rush defense in the country, which I'm mm-hmm. sure you have in your notes. Um, yeah. so it, it's going to require a big night from Justin Fields. Okay. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm okay. not worried about okay. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> flip the playbook and you're fine. Like I, Ohio state wins. Okay. Um, I have uh, I there I have three numbers I have three numbers that um, mean I I will I will never not pay close attention to a Michigan State game. Um, those numbers are 1998 and 2013 and 2015, and those are three years that that Michigan State beat Ohio State and kept us out of a national championship game. 
Um, I saw two of those in person, and and I tell you what, they were they were harder. Those games, those two games, were harder than any loss against Michigan that I've ever seen in person. Um, uh, the first one uh, was uh, when I, I truly learned to hate Dick Saban, <laughs> and the other two, the recent ones, uh, were the responsibility of of Mark D'Antonio. So you know, I, I understand that this is only tangentially related to what happens on Saturday, but. Um, I, you know, the, the, those who cannot remember the past and doomed to repeat it and blah, 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 blah. I, I that, that will always be in the back of my mind, especially if, if I'm looking at a season where, where things appear to be setting up pretty good. Um, I, you guys have already heard me say that I'm, I'm, I'm happy where Ohio state is right now. Um, is the defense for Michigan state usually is as good as it usually is. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, especially against the run. Um, and, 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 and certainly the, the loss against, or the, 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 uh, win I felt like I lost kind of against Indiana might, might've screwed up their averages a little bit. Um, this was an awful offensive team a year ago. So at, at this point, uh, scoring 31 points a game and, and, uh, uh, 413 yards of, of total offense per game, that's a solid improvement. Um, but the, you know, the, 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 the game against the, the loss at home, uh, to Arizona State is is a is a complete head scratcher. It still is, um, and, and then you know the 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 game against Indiana. You just my 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 subconscious just called that a loss. Um, you heard that you heard that 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 uh, slip come out of my out of my mouth. Um, that was a they they did that at home against Indiana. Ohio State beat Indiana fifty one to ten in Bloomington. Um, so I, I don't, I'm not going to completely dismiss Barty. And actually I, I don't, I don't think Ohio state will cover, uh, if the line it, it stays at, at 20 points, but, um, but yeah, Ohio state is, is going to win this football game. Um, guys, you can find the Carlin crappy show on iTunes, Stitcher, tune in and now Spotify. Woo. Uh, as well as on a variety of other podcasting. We're going to stop that next week. We're, we're <laughs> no more willing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, can you, if you want, you can, um, you can also watch us babble on YouTube and on our Facebook page. If you dig the show, please rate it and review it. If you don't, mind your own damn business. As always, come back next week to find out exactly how wrong we were. We weren't we weren't terribly wrong last week either. No, we did okay again last I week. That's two weeks in I, a row. I, knock on wood. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Uh, Carla, do you have any final thoughts? Um, if, if, if Florida and, and Auburn isn't good enough for you, and it should be um, at the 3.30 window on Saturday, um, have your thumb on the remote for uh, Texas at West Virginia. Um, saw that. Saw that. That's that's, that's going to be, be an interesting game because, as usual, it's a defense optional because we are talking about the Big Twelve. Um, right. So these are two teams that put up a lot of points and don't like to stop anybody. Um, <laughs> so you, you know, and weird things happen in Morgantown. So you know, is it, and and both teams are three and one. It, who knows what's going to happen in this game? Um, you know. West Virginia is overperforming from expectations. Texas is trying to maintain expectations, getting ready to head into their big game here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on this one. It could be could be wildly entertaining if you um, like offense and don't like defense. Um, and that's we should we should uh, we should have AJ do a preview of that game because that sounds like it's right up his alley. Yeah. There's a lot of good, you know, and, and, and there's, there's, there's a lot of intriguing. The Pac-12 is doing its Pac-12 thing and beating up on each other. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of really interesting games this week, um, especially with Cal losing last week unexpectedly. And, yes. and you know, and, and Stan- Stanford could do, could do the Stanford thing. The Stanford postulate could come back what, into play this week. It is what this they do. Week. It is what um, they do. You know, they could, they could win a game that they're not supposed to this week. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Fun, uh, fun this week. 
the the, the best thing I'm doing is uh, figuring out um, recipes for three different kinds of sliders. I think uh, a, a cheesesteak, uh, ham, and maybe pimento cheese. Um, and then, and then we'll, we'll go, uh, we'll go like a, a sausage with, um, uh, with a peppers and onions, like, but just little, but just little guys. So that's what, that's what I'm working on, um, for the tailgate party. Uh, it is a blackout. Uh, you can uh, look for me on TV on, on Saturday night. I'll be the one wearing black. <laughs> Carla, and I'm sure Carla, I know you're going to watch that game, right? Well, so, so here's the thing. I actually have to give a toast. Yes. To, to my friends, um, different AJ, but okay. AJ and Jessica, who are getting married on Saturday. Um, oh, really? They're two of my former. They're two of my former students um, at, at at MTSU, and um, they're getting married. And so I'm going to be at their wedding. So I'm going to be um, keeping Excellent. an eye on scores um, okay. here in Nashville from my phone while I'm trying to. I'm actually helping. Um, organize their the bridal party make sure they all get down the aisle so i'm gonna be wrangling nice. groomsmen and keeping an eye on 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 football scores so that should be fun. i will i will text you uh frequent uh updates for the uh, state, michigan state i will i won't I, I will not i won't do that i will not i'm <laughs> i'm ter- once i'm in the stadium i'm terrible with that stuff guys uh enjoy whatever games you are watching as much as carla is going to enjoy her wedding and i'm going to enjoy um, my blackout and please come back and see us again next week carla cheers cheers Guys, thank you very much for watching. We'll talk to you next week.